It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Hey, Lex. Hey, Melissa. You know, we did have like a new studio and we love it. We're there as much as we can be. But yeah. today, where are we? We're in the car. Yes. I mean, I'm not going to complain. This Escalade's pretty fancy. It's, it's a fancy car. I feel like I'm in a studio. Yeah. We got screens and <laughs> air conditioning. All right. Well, we're going to hopefully make this work. So we're a little late with this episode because remember, I told you last month that we were starting something new. And we were going to be doing a monthly stunt roundup of like the good and the bad stunts of the month. Yes. And I love it. Now it's already the middle of September and we haven't recorded August. So we're doing it now. Okay. Got it? Well, okay. no better time than today. Better late than never. Better late than never. Some would say. Not me, usually. I'm like, if you're late, don't show up. And I'm like, better late than never. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this first one. In the UK in August, Burger King, your favorite restaurant, (laughs) partnered with Uber Eats. And they were going to offer a deal. Actually, they did offer a deal for anyone who ordered Burger King's messy bacon and cheese loaded fries. Oh, yum. That sounds fancy. So good. And this deal promised to save your face and reduce your laundry load. Wait. Okay. Bacon and cheddar fries, and it's going to save your face and your laundry? Yeah. How? How would that be? Let me get like all over your face and all over your clothes. Yes. And when customers ordered this exclusive Uber Eats menu item, they were entered into a raffle to win a custom adult bib. Oh, my God. Because people are excited for a custom adult, but maybe some people that eat Burger King. That's what I'm thinking. Like, if you're the kind of person who orders cheesy bacon-loaded fries, you're the kind of person who, like, is really excited about an adult bib. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I actually had amazing pulled pork cheesy fries on Friday night. Oh, I know. Someone ordered them at our table, but at, like, a fancy restaurant. And I was like, oh, that's like hangover food. But then I tasted it. Oh, my God. And you could only eat one bite because you knew, like, you're going to gain 15 pounds if you eat, like, more than one bite. It was, they were Nothing about that combination sounds appetizing to me. But if you did order this delicacy from Burger King, you could win this, this bib. And the bib was designed to catch all of those falling cheesy bacon bits so you could save them for later. Is it like a wipeable bib or like a... This is, a, so this thin. is a photo of it. Oh, lovely. <laughs> it had like it? one of those little like pouches at the bottom. Like yeah. baby, like kids. You get the, like, catches, catches the food, food and then you save it for later. Like in case you're hungry again in 10 minutes after you finish the... Oh, perfect. Yeah. So apparently 55% of Brits admit to being splatter prone when they eat messy food. So that's why Burger King decided to do this. What a weird Random, stunt. right? Like, I I don't know. I, I feel like I missed the 
I feel like they missed the mark on this one. I missed just the whole concept. Yeah, I missed it. Okay, well, that starting out strong. Starting out strong. <laughs> All right, next. Number two. This one actually is the one thing that might get me in the metaverse. Okay, what? What do you think it's related to? Some like dance party? <laughs> no, but I would totally go for a dance party. I feel like you're like so excited to create your avatar that's like totally different than who you are. But like you're this crazy lady with this crazy <laughs> pink hair and these high, high heel shoes. Wait. Wacky outfit. Wait. And you do a dance. I'm not a like wacky a outfit and a crazy big hair. No, it's like sexy, but like you have like it's something. It's like <laughs> Melissa, like 3.0. Metaverse. No, I need to tell you something about my other avatar. Oh, Real quick, shit. that just happened. You were not in the office this morning when I made a really crazy announcement to my team. Okay. I said, you guys, I think I'm having a midlife crisis. And they all stood up like, are you okay? Like, what's going on? Expecting something big. And I go, I've been exclusively listening to hip hop and R&B. Good. I only Lindsay, listen. Lindsay's had a good like impact on you. I only listen to country and like, and like indie rock usually. No. Are you listening to like today's RB? Because it's, yeah, oh my God. This playlist she made me, my new favorite song is Freaky Deaky, the remix, the like, the one with Doja Cat and what's his name? God, I fucking love this guy. Tyga. Oh my God. You better, <laughs> Who am I? You better cut that in this episode. <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to. I think that's against the law. Anyways, okay, back to the metaverse. No, okay. the reason I'm going to get into it is because of tequila. Oh. Okay. So, Patron invited fans to attend the Patron Tequilaverse. Okay. It was a virtual pop-up experience where visitors were on a quest to win a trip to Mexico. Oh, great. My favorite place with my favorite beverage. I love it. <laughs> it was a four-night stay in a condo in Punta Mita, which we were just in Punta Mita. And I would go back there any second. Uh, heck yes. And this pop-up operated in August. And it was available via the browser-based VR platform, Decentraland. And consumers went on a series of quests to make Patron cocktails. Nice. So, like, basically, you created this avatar. Like, you built your own avatar. And then, once you did that, you would go on these quests to gather these ingredients to make Palomas, Patron Silver, and sodas, my drink. Actually, Don Julio is my drink, but okay. I'll take Patron Silver and a soda. Okay. And a Patron Añejo Highball. So you'd gather all the ingredients in the metaverse. And then you could also unlock NFT wearables like on your journey. And basically then once you completed all the tasks, you were entered to win the trip to Mexico. But you don't drink tequila. I mean, you could pour a tequila while you're in the metaverse. But mm. like, how do you drink tequila in the metaverse? Yeah, that's the kind of bummer thing. But maybe that's like safer. Maybe we wouldn't get so woo. I mean, I am here for the woo. Okay, I'm <laughs> here for the woo too. All right. What do you think about that one? I mean, I think that's really cool. Look at that little pop-up. Isn't that cute? Yeah, I love it. I could totally see you hanging out there. Like, and when I close my eyes and I see you as your avatar, you're a little taller than like the bar because you want to be like really tall. With I am tall. No, but in the metaverse, your shoes are like this big. Like, they're really huge. Yeah. I know they can't see that this big, <laughs> no. but they she are did like a, she did like a, like a seven inch heel. Yeah. Basically. Actually, I'll show you a picture of your shoes. Okay. okay. Show me. Should I pause and wait for pause. the next? Okay. Really quick. Cause Rick Beck is in Italy and he sent me these and I was thinking these could be your shoes in the metaverse. Oh, I actually really like those shoes. I would 
totally wear those shoes. They're at some Italian boutique. And I'm like, oh my God. Can you buy those for wild? Oh my gosh. My friend had the cutest shoes this weekend on our girls' night. They're brand new Louboutins. I was like, you are fancy AF. They were platform like that. That's That's, in. Yeah, that's in. But I'm not that fancy. And I would eat shit wearing these. I am so clumsy. Platforms like really make me fall. I would, I mean, I'm good with stilettos, but platforms, they're like too heavy for my body. I like fall over my ankles. All right, next. Next. Uh, On to more alcohol. Okay. Doesn't it seem like every single alcohol brand is making a seltzer? I mean, actually, it doesn't even seem like it. They are. Every one of them. Okay, who's making a seltzer now? Well, Tito's decided that it was time for them to get into the seltzer game. I mean, not a bad idea. Okay. Well, because people are obsessed with Tito's. They are. But Tito's is like, they didn't want to get into the seltzer game. Okay. So. They were forced? They were forced. Well, some might say they were forced. I mean, shit, if Natty Light is making a seltzer, like, Tito's Tito's should make a seltzer. You're behind the bandwagon, man. So Tito's decided that it was going to make a seltzer. And the brand used the canned cocktail craze to create their own can. But there was a catch with the can. Okay. It was empty. (laughs) Actually, that is pretty smart. So basically, I want you to watch this video. The product was complete with a hilarious advertisement and the tagline, we don't make seltzers, you do. And consumers could buy this insulated aluminum can online for 20 bucks. And net proceeds were all donated to nonprofits. And basically, you would make your own seltzer in this double insulated can and drink it. And it looks like a Tito seltzer. Actually, that is brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, watch this video real quick. There comes a time when every alcohol brand must ask, should we make a seltzer? And our answer is no. Introducing Tito's in a can. It's literally an empty can that we're selling. That's right. You add the Tito's and the soda and the lime and whatever. Now you can drink your Tito's from a double insulated, refillable, cold, hard can. In all these can drinking places, we don't make seltzers. You do. Oh my God. Is that still for sale? Uh, Yeah, it was just in August. I believe it's. I'm going to buy that for Jake. My brother is obsessed with Tito's. Perfect. Like, remember when he stayed in my house and we found a Tito's bottle in that back room? (laughs) And then we're like, Alexis, are you going in the guest room and like drinking Tito's? I really thought I had to have an intervention with you. I I was concerned. Actually, I was really scared. First of all, I don't drink vodka. If you see Alexis on vodka, it is no bueno. I get like Latina. I get angry and fired up. On wine, you're no good either. No, I changed. I'm like, I've got my jam. What do you drink now? Just White Claw. I told you, it just makes me happy as hell. And I'm hydrated. (laughs) That's a winning statement right there. All right, next. (laughs) This one is for me, okay? Okay. Don't look at my screen. I don't want you to get a hint of this one. Okay. So, have you heard of the frozen meal brand Kid Fresh? No. Actually, you should because we've talked forever about how annoying it is to make our kids healthy foods, right? Yeah. This is delicious frozen kids meals packed with hidden veggies and lots of nutrition. And okay. they're like at Target, apparently. Okay. So kids are like like TV dinners, like frozen meals. Yeah, but come on, Alexis. You're a busy working woman. It is the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Talked. Let's okay. hear it. Well, Kid Fresh launched a new product. They created two wines to pair perfectly with the food that busy parents steal off their kids' plates, like chicken nuggets. <laughs> 
That is me, by the way. Did you know that Kid Fresh found that 81% of parents admit to stealing chicken nuggets off their kids' plates? Yeah, that's not me. But Wes, I swear to God, he adds extra dino nuggets and he's just like secretly hiding them. I mean, I can tell you 100% of the time I do You like dino nuggets? No, but just like Chick-fil-A nuggets or whatever. Oh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah. Dino nuggets. I feel like they're squishy. Ew, no, I don't need those. Well, I mean, I don't discriminate against many nuggets. (laughs) I do draw the line at dinos. Okay, good. But if they were shaped like not dinos, for sure. All right. So these limited edition wines were called Chardon Nuggets and Red Wagon. And it was cute. Like, Oh, my God. You better buy that for yourself. I mean, I don't actually want that wine. That sounds disgusting. But I think it's a cute stunt. The bummer is this stunt got almost no attention on social media. Like, And they tried not hard. They tried moderately hard. They made a TikTok, but it was like a commercial. They could do so much better. Do you know how funny it would have been if they would have... Like, Showed, like had moms, moms or dads like wine. taking nuggets off the kids' plate, like hiding, like and then I mean they could it could have been so much like funnier stealing it and then eating it and then pouring like their paired yes. nugget wine, yes, oh god, or like tastings with kids' food and these wines like pairings, like come on, Kid Fresh, have you met Serendipit? Step it up, Kid Fresh, because it was a great idea. Whoever came up with it, brilliant. Do you want to come work for us? Poor execution, poor execution. All right. Next one. I'm not really a cat person. I'm not a cat person. Actually, I'm, I hate cats. I hate cats. To be honest, I'm so sorry if you're a cat person. Don't stop listening to our podcast just because we don't like cats. I like little kittens. And when I was in elementary school, my best friend, I feel like she had cats and they'd always be having babies. So we would dress them up and put them in our baby carrier. And They'd like, always be having babies. Yeah. She had these like, I don't know, lots of babies. from like, Oh, gross. But we would take that, the little her kittens. house smell horrible? And I don't remember, but I just How remember, do you not remember putting... smells from my childhood, like a cat house. You can't get that out of your head. No, we went to this hotel this weekend. And as soon as we walked in the lobby, my kids go, this hotel smells like Dardar. <laughs> and my daughter's like my grandpa. They thought everywhere they walked, they're like, like old lady smell Dardar. Yeah, it was really interesting. But yeah, no, I don't remember it smelling, but I do remember dressing up kittens in like baby doll outfits, probably torturing them, but you know, All right, well, so I'm not a cat person. Okay. Well, we've made that clear, but you're familiar with the brand Fancy Feast. Yes, I am. What is it? Oh, that's exactly why I'm not a cat person. <laughs> that disgusting food. Ew. Cat food. Cat food. It's like mushy and smelly. Ew. No way. Well, then I don't think you would have attended this pop-up. <laughs> okay. So Fancy Feast decided to create a cat-themed Italian treacheria this month. And they did this in an effort to celebrate the brand's new recipes for its new collection. Oh, disgusting. Yes. The restaurant was named Gatto Bianco. Okay. Clever name. Yep. And it was a pop-up in New York's Meat Packing District. And it was created in partnership with a Michelin-starred chef. Ew. Ew. They made, like, cat food. No, they made people food. But, like, the whole vision... The way they explained it was disgusting. They were like, we hoped to give cat lovers a little window into how cats see their food and experience their food. So like the Fancy Feast in-house chef, her name's Amanda Hasner. She was on hand to guide guests through the sensory experiences of the food that was supposed to mimic the flavors of the new cat food. What? What? That All I can think about cat food is mushy and stinky. So when it comes out of the can, it's like a puck. 
gross. I mean, that kind of makes sense for like a, a Michelin starred restaurant. Sometimes they serve you things and you're like, hmm, it's like a pate. A pate. <laughs> oh, disgusting. Oh, bad. Not, not good. Plan. Not good. Not and good. really, only 16 cat lovers were able to attend this if so they, they were lucky it. enough to get into the open table listing. So they did all this for 16 I mean, people? I have a feeling the 16 were like the random people who got selected, like the crazy cat ladies. But they probably had a bunch of seats for like media and influencers. Oh my God. And cat influencers. If you're a cat influencer, please write in. I would love to know if you're a cat influencer. That's like the modern version of a crazy cat lady. Yes. It 100% is. Cat influencers interesting concept it is a, it's an interesting com- concept yes okay this last one alexis <clears throat> did you watch the vmas this year no i didn't i didn't either i don't often. i don't really watch tv but yeah unless it's virgin river you like that show <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you still on the same episode from three weeks ago no, i think i made it two more <laughs> okay well i'll tell you despite you not watching the vmas i know one thing about you is true as hell what? You're like the ultimate snacker. You need food in pockets at all times. Like you need like healthy snacks. You need like, you want like, I'm you're hungry, hungry all, all the, time. the time. And for like a little person, it's weird. Well, I like food. <laughs> so you're always eating. And I have a question for you. Like when you go to a place where snacking is not allowed, how do you feel? I, have you met me? I break, <laughs> break the rules, man. I bring snacks in my purse. You know what I recently started? What? I recently started packing for the airplane, like a little Ziploc bag of oranges and like snack, my own snacks. When I brought you, bring got limes. I'm going to bring them for you tomorrow. Just or not, to Me- not to Mexico because you can't bring fruit. Believe okay. me. I'll bring you them would on get the, the Southwest dog. flight because that was a major fail Southwest. We ordered tequila soda and there were no limes, but they did give us that fake salt line which was actually really good and i got made fun of on my last southwest flight because i asked for it and this flight attendant literally looked at me and she goes no one in the history of me working at southwest has ever asked for that because it's disgusting i was like excuse me lady i think it's chemical driven so i don't think anyone would want that how many things do i put inside my body that are chemical driven everything everything preserved she's gonna be preserved everyone <laughs> but yeah i so yeah i'm cool with people prohibiting snaps because guess what i'm gonna fucking bring them anyway okay, good well you could have been hired for this stunt by instacart at the vmas okay they decided that they would provide a solution for all you snackers out there you could now turn your event wear into a secret carrier for snacks Ooh, i like so, it so Instacart broke all the snack rules at the VMAs on August 28th. They took to the red carpet with SNL actress and comedian Chloe Fineman, and she was dressed in what they call carte couture. I'll show you a photo of her outfit. Wait, is there really like a rule at this at the VMAs you can't bring snacks? Yeah. Who puts that rule out there? Who brings snacks to the VMAs? I mean, most people just don't eat, I feel like, but people like me, you know, it's a long show. You get hungry. There's not like a snack stand. There's probably so much food. That's true. That's a dress. Can you describe it? Oh, yeah. It's like puffy. It looks like looks like a bunch of pillows. Okay. Well, this pillow-looking dress was stuffed with snacks. It was like sewed together with a variety of snack textures. It had like rock candy, gumballs, gummy bears. Like she literally wore snacks and then handed them out 
two other snack-deprived celebs on the red carpet. Was she like ripping the seams? Yes, like tearing off pieces of her dress. Handing them to celebrities. So they can enjoy their gummy bears. I love it. And then she had like little Instacart, like carrot earrings and like certain little things because no one knew outright what it was. Instacart, you need to make a mom snack sweatshirt. Because like, did you know that this weekend I had just my huge bag that we, the same one we have, and I just poured snacks in there and, you know, they get squished and crunched and nasty. And if I had a sweatshirt that I could just rip off a snack at any moment, I would be prepared. You know, people call me the snack lady because I have so many snacks in my pantry and at all times. So now you need a snack couture. That's brilliant. Melissa, we should invent it. Wait. For we have a holiday party this year that we're attending that the theme is Matt Gala. You should wear snack couture. No. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a brilliant one. Brilliant. I am in, I'm a big fan. Brilliant. What do you think overall, Lex? How did August roll up? How did they do? Good. Okay. Except for the weird cat thing. That's just, I'm like going to be traumatized by that. Cat food just really grosses me out. It's kind of like sausage. I mean, the cat thing and then the Burger King fries, like. I mean, the cat thing was more disgusting than the Burger King fries, in my opinion. I think it's pretty even toss up to me. Yeah. My gosh. All right. Well, well, let me think what some of my sources. I just, I pull from a lot of places to get these stunts. Um, Ad Age, Ad Week, Marketing Dive, The Drum, and Campaign Magazine are a few of my favorites. I will link them all on our website, willitstickpodcast.com. Thank you. And please, please follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. All the places. And drop us a line if you're a cat influencer, please, on Instagram. We like call them like, I'm trying to think of like a way to say it better, like canfluencer. No. No, there's probably like a name. (laughs) There's definitely a name. All right. Peace out. Bye. Bye. 